You're not in this story. Yeah, well, we're making it up as we go. Welcome to Making It Up As We Go, a Destiel fan fiction anthology podcast. We're making it up as we go. I'm your host and reader, Nerdy Nerdenstein, but you can call me Katie. The story is ours now. You can't have it back. Please be warned that this podcast can and will depict explicit sexual content and is not intended for young audiences. Hello and welcome. Today is kind of a special episode. I got together with my friends over at the Monster of the Week podcast and had a little chat with them about my podcast. And what you're going to hear in this episode is the result of that. And then after that chat, I'm going to play about 20 minutes worth of fanfic that was written by the MOTW boys. And their username on AO3 is MOTW. And I encourage you to go check out all of the fics they've written because they're hilarious. These aren't really um, tagged or need much warning Uh, There's no explicit content. The worst that they talk about is something about a bulge, and even that isn't dwelled upon. So uh, don't worry about that. This is just really lighthearted and fun, something I wanted to do with my friends and wanted you all to hear the results of that. So thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this special little episode. Fair warning, though. Some of this might not make sense if you don't listen to the Monster of the Week podcast, because a lot of their fics are written on inside jokes. But if you don't listen, and you want to know what those inside jokes are, give them a listen. There are over 250 episodes for you to binge, uh, covering every single episode of Supernatural, and right now they're at the beginning of season 15. So plenty of time for you to catch up and listen to their thoughts of the final episodes. Hello and welcome to the outtakes. My name is Chris. My name is Jeremy. With, as always, Jeremy and special guest. Introduce yourself, please. My name's Katie. Also, what known a weird. What a sign on AO3. Hello. I'm sorry that I did it like that. How dare you? It was good. That was good, man. You were perfect. Uh, Katie, welcome. People, people have heard your voice on this podcast before, even if they don't, uh, don't know, don't didn't, know. aren't aware of it, because for you sang fucking season. Our mm-hmm. Careless Hunters theme song uh, for season 14. And you played the saxophone, too. Uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I actually don't know who played the saxophone. That no. was one of Dylan's buddies, and I don't know. I didn't pay him directly, so I have no oh, idea. Oh, we don't who that have an is. official credit on the sax. No, no, not at all. I didn't oh no, a... I, you know, it was me. It was me. I oh, was, okay. I, it, was <laughs> it was definitely Christmas. Sax the sax guy. We just had a sax guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was me. Is, is the saxophone your favorite wind instrument? In middle school, so I could have helped Ooh. you out there. Wow, I played the clarinet. Um, it didn't make me very popular. Uh, trombone is like the least sexy instrument you can have in middle school i don't know so. it's got it's got like a lot of like heft like it's you know it's a powerful instrument it's got a lot of um yeah. it's imposing and i think that there's something good about that yeah. my uh my guitar teacher told me that i shouldn't be taking guitar lessons because i was so bad at it that sucks dude. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all ever want to know but about my musical was, did he follow it up with you should be taking bass yeah. lessons yeah yeah yes. Honestly, you've got rhythm for days <laughs> unfortunately he said you know your hair is never gonna have a ponytail so you can't be a bass player so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> hair is too good uh welcome katie where katie you're, you you wanted to come on to this podcast and talk about your podcast which is yeah. a uh i wanted to snipe some of your audience please yes absolutely and we said yes um at some point that i don't remember and so now you're here yeah <laughs> Uh, tell I mean, people... I'm part of the podcast network, so we're like family. Mm. That's mm. true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, tell people who, who what you do, what the, what the podcast is, okay. and why people should listen to it. So the podcast is called Making It Up As We Go, a Destiel fanfic anthology podcast. And it all came about because I am a podficker, which is audiobooks for fanfic. <laughs> We got to get a and, better term for that immediately. <laughs> yeah, podfic. Podfic. So I uh, have made quite a name for myself, you know, in my own mind, uh, on AO3 doing Destiel Podfix because I just thought it was super cool. And uh, Jeremy decided to ask me one day, why don't you do it as a podcast? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. Why don't I do it as a podcast? And so I kind of yeah. asked around and try to decide if that was something that people would be interested in and people seemed very interested in it. So uh, I had to reach out to the authors and make sure they were cool with transferring the format out of AO3 onto a podcast and almost every one of them were. Um, So here we are. So I still put it on AO3 uh, just so that people who are still listening there aren't like, where the hell did she go? And (laughs) It's just kind of literally just another level of accessibility so that because AO3 is not audio friendly. You have to like put like a streaming link and you listen to it through your web browser and you have to remember where you stopped and because it always just goes back to the beginning. So listening in a pod on a podcast app is so much easier and gotten a lot of positive feedback for it. Right on. Excellent. And it's Destiel only, right? Like, you're, yeah, you're not. I mean, I've done some like crack fix that was like the Cartwright twins and Dean. What? Uh, <laughs> you know, the baseball team. Oh, oh of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. And okay. Just so, okay. Disclaimer it can get super smutty, very explicit. So. There's some. Uh, I just I, I I do I I take that as a given sort of when we're when we're talking about these yeah. things. I don't even know if we need the disclaimer, but it's there. <laughs> no, you <laughs> definitely need the disclaimer because uh, Katie sent me some some uh, like a early cut of her stuff, and <laughs> like I could only trailer. 
I could only listen to like 30 seconds of it before I was just like, this is not, this is, I was looking over the shoulder for my mom. My mom has been passed away for the last 10 years. Like, it's, I'm not, I was, I was, I don't know how people do it with a straight face. I see videos on like uh, TikTok oh, yeah. of people like, you know, what do you see from the outside? And it's just someone like going about their day. But then on the inside, they're listening to these horrific descriptions of murders and things for uh, mm-hmm. true crime podcasts. And I'm like, that same thing is what that's what exactly what happens with Katie's podcast. Like there's a librarian yes. somewhere sorting books and listening to Dusty L. Smut that I find hilarious and I just don't want to listen to it. I can't imagine. <laughs> it's okay to be horny in public, just keep it to yourself. Right, right. I don't I think it's okay to be horny. The first audiobook that I listened to that had like smut in it. And I remember I was at a grocery store and my face was like beet red listening to this <laughs> shit. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but was since that, then my senses was, have just been dulled. Was that planned? Sure, 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 sure. Like, did you go into the grocery store just like listening to a Tom Clancy novel, not expecting it to take that swerve with, with Jack Ryan? I didn't know it was going to get that uh. explicit. It was a Sookie Stackhouse novel. You know, the, the True Blood True series, Blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the actual books based on True Blood. And uh, yeah, I, didn't, I never knew it was going to get that explicit. And I was like, oh, damn. So I was listening to a Stephen King book audio book once at work. And uh, a certain scene came out. I don't even remember what it was. Pet Cemetery or something. And afterwards, I just felt like I needed to go to HR. I just needed to, like, <laughs> just, like, get, get this off my chest. It just seemed like it was too much for work. Granted, it's Stephen King, so it was just kind of nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. you know. I must confess. I just need to get this get this away from me so I can feel better about myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Horrifying. I, uh, you, you said, like, you get, like, more exposure doing it via podcast and the than the website like do you i know ao3 is kind of known for and since we started posting stuff on ao3 like uh we get comments and things but podcast comments are like harder to do like do you get like a lot of feedback or people just like emailing you or whatever no i really don't i don't get much feedback on in any sort of format on the podcast itself like people will follow the twitter which is a really horrible like underscorey type of thing because it was all taken it's mm. like making underscore it underscore up underscore uh twitter by the way and so people will follow that and i'll post that but like as far as feedback and you know some people add it and be like you did great but i always link to i always say you know it's it's on ao3 and i get i do get comments back on the podfic like oh i listened to it on the podcast this is great so yeah i i'm not getting a huge amount of like feedback but i do know people are listening so i'm okay with that i really don't care about the feedback i'm fine with it you're just doing it to do just doing it for the fun honestly i listen to it myself like i listen to myself <laughs> like for the whole point was is i was listening to found sdl pod fix i was like this is amazing like i can get shit done this is great and i can listen to a fanfic instead of sitting there and reading and then i kind of like hit a wall and ran out of them and i was like well fuck and i thought well i I have a decent reading voice and I've always been fascinated by like Foley work and voice acting and all kinds of stuff. And so I kind of tried it and found to really, really enjoy it. And then there's more podfic for me to listen to while I'm working. So I literally get high on my own supply and listen to my own podfics like a door. I feel like if you're looking for something and you can't find it and then that inspires you to go out and create that thing yourself, that's usually a pretty good origin story. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. hundred percent. We couldn't find any supernatural podcast. So, and we didn't, I, yeah, there were none. Yeah. We there were none we, out there at we, all. We also did not <laughs> so. look for them at all. So. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I've only listened to a few Supernatural podcasts. Like, I I don't know. You know, the host, you kind of have to drive with the host. And I kind of would listen and skip around. And I'm like, eh. And then I found you all. And I'm like, all right. I don't know what these nerds are talking about in the outtakes. But I can handle N- Neither this. do we. It's neither. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> We should just uh, we should we should just type, fill the outtakes with um, an episode by episode breakdown of Squid Games. Just really give the people what they Let's want. Let's do it. I've never seen it, but nope. it's got a really silly name. So it's got a really silly name, and it's also just bad. It's not a good show. Don't watch it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds whimsical. Honestly. We're gonna get canceled again. First Hamilton, now Squid Game, Jeremy. I'm telling you, every give me all of your popular stuff on the internet, and I will take it down for you. Uh, I'm well, coming I'm, for I'm you, here Mario. To fight you about Hamilton. <laughs> oh please, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a guilty pleasure. It's fine. You can hate it. It bled over to my other podcast, so um, if you want to hear me talk about Hamilton some more, you can go listen to me talk Damn. about the X-Men for 40 minutes, because <laughs> somehow I got brought up there, and I was like, well, not, fuck Hamilton. <laughs> not going to tell you at what point in those 40 minutes you have to listen to the whole fucking oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you have to download the whole thing, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how you get your clicks. So we have we have some, uh, I don't know what order these are in, but we have some of, because you've recorded yourself reading some dumbass shit that uh, Chris and I have written that's on AO3. Yep. So um, I got about 20 <laughs> minutes of monster, M-O-T-W is the user, is is Jeremy, you've, it's, Chris, you haven't written any of this, right? This is I wrote Jeremy. like one of them. Okay. Chris, 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 Chris doesn't write them, but he is definitely the inspiration for half of them. Okay, so. okay. I wrote so, the one about the bulge. Do you have that one? Yeah, that one's in here. That that is in there. That is probably the most explicit one. Like the thank. That's the one that I want to make Chris really listen explicit. to. So we're we're gonna have to go thank, find that. Thank one. you so much. That's I the. Uh, I think it's the first two or three. Okay. Because it's kind of short, right? So I'm thinking this might be the third one. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's about four sentences. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I recorded about 20, 30 minutes worth of MOTW fanfics. They're all really short. Um, my favorite one is the Merlin one. And I just <laughs> kind of skipped around and picked the ones that made me laugh the most and chose those. Wow. Well, let's um, let's see if we can listen to one of these now. Okay. I'm going to guess that this is, I'm going to go for number three. Um, and we'll see which one this one is. Let's see if it will play. Short SPN fic number three. Sam looks up at Bobby, confusion oh, no, in his eyes. I'm sorry. What is this? <laughs> it's a birthday cake, you idiot. Make a wish, blow out the candles. And maybe your wish will come true. Ain't you ever seen a birthday cake before? Dad isn't much on birthdays, Sam replies. His young face screws up in concentration, and then he inhales and blows out all the candles in one go. For a moment, he is happy. What'd you wish for, kid? Bobby asks. I just want my blood to be clean again. (laughs) Bobby pauses, staring at the five-year-old sitting on a stack of phone books at his kitchen table. (laughs) Sam, you're a fucked up kid. Eat some cake. Okay, so your, your Bobby voice is so good. Oh, is it? Okay, because I was I underestimated how terrifying it would be to listen to my own voice with people listening with me. I was like, oh, oh god. Oh, I forgot about the punchline on that one too. That that's great. That's great. Uh, <laughs> and like I... you read it, you read it so like earnestly. Yeah, that you just like you. I don't. You don't even see the punchline coming. It makes it way funnier actually hearing it read mm-hmm. than just reading it. Well, see, so I did a whole month. I think August. I did a whole month of crack fic. I don't know if you know what that is. 
crack right. fit yeah, yeah, is yeah. like, yeah, it, intentionally ridiculous. And I mean, some of it, one of them was called um, Melon Fucker and the Peanut Butter Bandit. Mm. And it is just as mm-hmm. bad as you thought it was. And it's super smutty. And people are like, how, how did you, how did you get that through that without laughing? And I'm like, I, maybe I'm dead inside, but like, yeah, no, nah, <laughs> it was all right. Now what one did get me because Dean kept talking like a pirate and I, so that means <clears throat> I had to talk like a pirate and it, uh-huh. it that okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. But, <laughs> that was bad. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to try to go for, uh, let's do another short one. How about okay. the little program that I'm using to play this? Like I can't zoom in very well. So like, I, that's why there was some seconds of silence that I'll probably have to edit out at some point. Not that I'm going to edit any of this stuff. It'll just go plop oh, right great, in the outtakes. Great, great. Let's see what this one is. Short SPN fic number 11. There aren't too many places in the world I can relax, but this is one of them. Dean said, his voice almost wistful. What a beauty. Castiel looked around at the abandoned factory, damp and rusty, machines run down and broken. Dean, this is just a wet pipe factory. You've been in a million of them. Sure, but this one's something special. It was the first wet pipe factory in the U.S. after the industry moved here from Europe in the 30s. Cheap labor, mostly. But also, the demand for wet pipes was mostly from Americans, so it made sense. This was built in 1931 and stayed running till 1982, Why two years after the Great Wet Pipe Crash of 80. <laughs> the great Dean slapped a rusty pipe, causing water to splash on Castiel's trench coat. This bad boy can fit so many fucking wet pipes in it. The end. <laughs> Everybody remembers that internet meme for like, you know, five years ago now, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, Jesus Jeremy. Christ, this is so weird. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a real dumb joke. <laughs> this, all, this, this whole thing only started because uh, at PayPal, when I sent Chris money, uh, it was like, hey, do you want to send Chris a note? And so I would just write <laughs> something stupid in there. And then I'd, because I can't do anything without making it my job. I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I'll just write humongously long supernatural fan fiction in there. <laughs> so they they always have a punchline. I just don't know how you do it. Like, I, I've i tried, like, you know, writing uh, Road So Fars and stuff where about Sam having sex with werewolves or whatever. I've tried to make them funny in the past, but I can never just, like, come up with a punchline. Every single time you send me one of those, I'm reading it, I'm reading it, I'm reading it, and then every single time the last fucking line gets me. <laughs> Honestly, Jeremy, they're really well written. I was talking to somebody else about them. Maybe it was Nessa, maybe it was Judy. But it was, they were like, but he's like actually really good at it. This is, these are good fix. I'm like, yeah. These really are good fix. Uh, <laughs> I don't expect in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I went through a whole wet fight factory crisis, apparently, in the economic times of 1930. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I think I and think you what happened. Hear my Castiel voice. Yeah, I was hoping for a Castiel <laughs> voice. Yeah, uh, I was hoping that was not... going to be a Castiel uh, one when I picked it. So <clears throat> yeah, there's not a lot of Castiel in yours because a lot of times he's a fish. So not a lot of you could put in like I don't some... even remember the fish joke anymore. I know it's a joke, <laughs> but I don't remember why. I think does Rowena call him a fish or something? Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that canon? Did, or did yeah, we yeah, no, no, no. Up? It actually she called him a fish <laughs> and then we went like way too far with it. That's and it's so just turbulent. Just would not podcast. let it go. 
Yeah, she made like a metaphor and then he got pissed off and took it literally and was like, she called me a fish. And yeah. And you all That sounds it. about right. That sounds about right. Um, so let's do one more and then uh, we'll get to the main part of the episode because uh, we're, we're running long on our outtakes already. You're good. Let's just do the first one. I don't remember what the first one is. Do you? Is the first one good? Uh, I don't know. Okay. The, the correct response was <laughs> they're, yes. They're the all first good. One is we'll good. just assume they're all <laughs> good. I, I recorded this like two months ago. I don't remember. Okay. That's fair. Short SBN fic number 20. Dean approached the Impala carefully. As usual, it was parked in the bunker's garage, six feet away from any of the vehicles on all sides. The black paint gleamed in the fluorescent light, and Dean ran the back of his fingers over it as he walked towards the passenger side. He didn't want to leave fingerprints. He opened the door and sat down behind the wheel. For a second, a rush of memories flooded his brain. Singing with Sam... Cass doing that thing he does to Dean's thigh. Oh, God. Hunts. <laughs> Mom. Dad. Dean takes a deep breath and exhales. He's not here for memories. He removes the device from his pocket, frowning at it. He couldn't ask Sam, so he had to settle for the dweeb at Best Buy. The squeaky-voiced 15-year-old had no idea what a tape player was. And what did he mean by an aux cable? But eventually, they found the right adapters and cables. He made the kid come out to the car and make sure it worked before he left the parking lot. But for obvious reasons, he couldn't leave it all hooked up. Taking a last look around for Sam and Cass, he slipped the cassette into the car, hooked the wires up, and powered up the device. A picture of fog-wrapped trees and the silhouette of a woman appeared on the screen. <laughs> and Dean pressed play. As the first few notes of The One played, he cranked the Impala and pulled out of the parking space. Today was just going to be him, the open road, and Taylor. The end. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. <sighs> I remember having to Google search uh, whatever Taylor Swift album had come out. Um, so I could know what the cover looked like. So that's do me doing some yeah. deep research. <laughs> Thick research. Look at you. It's oh, important like, stuff. Even you saying the whatever Kaz does to his thigh made me want to walk out of the room that I am currently sitting <laughs> in. So I, uh, I, so I, I was living for it. You have such a like good audiobook voice. Thank or like you. I listen to a lot of um, like horror stories on YouTube, um, and a lot of those narrators are not good at it. <laughs> But I, you know, the stories are interesting, so I listen to it. So your voice is like so much better than what I'm used to. It's really, it's really refreshing. Thank you. I really, I think this has really kind of sparked a whole desire to like be an actual audiobook narrator for me. Hell yeah, you could absolutely do that. I don't really know how to break into the whole industry. Uh, uh, I think you're doing it. I mean, I mean, I can't really submit the smut and be like, but listen to what I've already done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that works, <laughs> but I'd love to find out. You know, I'm finally I'm 39 years old. I'm going to find out what I want to do when I grow up. So right on. Yeah. Um. So for my podcast, what I'll do is chop up the rest of them, and and after this, I'll just hit play. So okay, um, they'll be able to hear all the rest of them. Uh, so, so I guess you can kind of tease your audience and say if you want to hear the rest of them, go over to her podcast. Yeah, yeah. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, go to go to her podcast and all of that that horrible URL that she told us that her Twitter was. Um, right, actually, right, just right. D- go go look at the show notes because I'll have links to yeah. uh, all of Katie's stuff in there. Um, yeah, and, so it's yeah. making it up as we go, a Destiel fanfic anthology podcast, and then um, yeah, link to my Twitter, and then also I have a Gmail that's making it up as we go pod at gmail dot com. Yeah. So if you uh if you write Destiel fic and uh, can they just like DM you and be like, hey, read my shit. Um, <laughs> I don't really take requests. I, oh, fuck off. Never mind. I mean, you know what? <laughs> take that. <laughs> Get out of here. I, I Random AO3 person. Usually, because there's usually, like, people who have requested it and I'll read it, like, there might be some tiny little infinitesimal thing that just, it, I can't make that noise. Like, Dean, they're in the middle of it and mm-hmm. he's like, hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to make that noise. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just kind of disqualifies it for me. So I kind of like seeking out the fix rather than having them submit it because I'm way too nice and I'll just tell them, n- n- I'll tell them yes. And then I'll do it and I'll mm-hmm. not be happy with it or, or the length, you know, like it's a very specific like length of fic and it's like too long or too short. And yeah. So I, I kind of like picking and choosing and then seeking out the yeah. author and asking their permission. If well, the grammar isn't there, I imagine it's hard to read. Just look at me every episode when I read the road so far is that I write. I, I get all tangled up. I just can't do it. So it, the grammar has to be there. Sure. Well, a lot of it's really well written. And I actually highlighted some like um, English as a second language Destiel fic writers on Twitter recently. Because oh, cool. people were getting kind of shit on for their grammar. And, and they were like, I don't speak English, you know, like <laughs> this. And so usually the grammar's there. Um but it is difficult because if you if it's an obvious error, you want this is their story. Like you you don't want to stray from what they said, mm-hmm. but you know they didn't mean to say that. Like it's a typo, and mm-hmm. so you kind of have to play by play. But yeah, but yeah, I mean there is some stuff that I read that I'm like eh, I'm not really into that. <laughs> nah, I don't want to read that. So, Can I um? Because like you're, I said, if you're... it's for me. If you run into an issue where like Dean is groaning in a weird way, and you kind of, and you think to yourself like, "Hey, I, I would read this, but I don't want to make Dean make have, I don't want to make Dean my Dean voice to make those noises." Can I just volunteer Chris to do it for you? How do I? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Because I could just make Chris I'd like just it. just make him sound like he's orgasming on command, apparently. And <laughs> <laughs> honestly, if you just build like a little sound library, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, mm-hmm. yeah, I I'll give you the full range of emotion. And what uh, what usually kills me is like. My Castiel voice is as low as I can possibly go. Like, this is my Castiel voice. It's down with vocal fry. And then they're like, Cass's voice got deeper. And I'm like, no, it didn't. <laughs> I can't do that. Castiel talks like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just pitch it down, right? Like, just, Castiel, just you got to quit smoking, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Katie, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, thank hey. you for yeah, thanks for being here, um, being our, our our song person for our whole season, and uh, thank you for being such a huge part of the community uh, and from the Monster Week Discord. It means a lot to us. Yeah, thank you. I love being a part of the community. It's awesome. I'm so glad you all created it. It's the happiest little corner of the internet. So, no, thank Aww. you all so much for putting up with me and uh, letting me come on. And uh, yeah, I really hope you like it, and I hope that you listen to the rest of them. When I post mine, I can't. I'm gonna have. I'm definitely going to. I don't know if I can put myself through it. It's it's a really weird sensation. So (laughs) I didn't write them, so I get to enjoy them. (laughs) Yeah, I could imagine Uh, if you wrote it, it'd be a bad situation. So, all right, I'll let you all get to it. 
I'm going to okay. stop on my recording and hop out of here, and you all have a good episode, even though I already watched it, which I don't normally do, so I can just totally <laughs> hang out for the rest of the episode. You could. No, no, I'm no, just teasing. I'm teasing. No. <laughs> right. I gotta, I gotta talk. I gotta talk shit about Becky, and I don't want to get any hate for that. For, for so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, that's fine. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Nice talking to you. Bye. Short SPN fic number 20. Dean approached the Impala carefully. As usual, it was parked in the bunker's garage, six feet away from any of the vehicles on all sides. The black paint gleamed in the fluorescent light, and Dean ran the back of his fingers over it as he walked towards the passenger side. He didn't want to leave fingerprints. He opened the door and sat down behind the wheel. For a second, a rush of memories flooded his brain. Singing with Sam, Cass doing that thing he does to Dean's thigh, Hunts, Mom, Dad. Dean takes a deep breath and exhales. He's not here for memories. He removes the device from his pocket, frowning at it. He couldn't ask Sam, so he had to settle for the dweeb at Best Buy. The squeaky-voiced 15-year-old had no idea what a tape player was. And what did he mean by an aux cable? But eventually, they found the right adapters and cables. He made the kid come out to the car and make sure it worked before he left the parking lot. But for obvious reasons, he couldn't leave it all hooked up. Taking a last look around for Sam and Cass, he slipped the cassette into the car, hooked the wires up, and powered up the device. A picture of fog-wrapped trees and the silhouette of a woman appeared on the screen. And Dean pressed play. As the first few notes of The One played, he cranked the Impala and pulled out of the parking space. Today was just going to be him, the open road, and Taylor. The End Short SPN Fic number 17. Dean's huge bulge jostled with the movement of the Impala, rising up from the valley between his legs like some swollen hill. Cass, he said to the angel in the passenger seat. Please, you'll wake Sam. No, I won't. Cass continued opening the first edition pressing of Led Zeppelin's four. You can smell the rock on this, Dean. No, Cass, I'm driving. Stop. Cass pulled out the insert, a full-color illustration of Icarus rising towards the sun, wings fully extended. Let me guess. This planted a small seed for you, and when I came along, that seed was ready to be... watered. Cass, you gotta stop. I'm getting pretty uncomfortable. Me too. Sam said from the back seat. You guys have got to stop doing this when you think I'm sleeping. The end. And I say, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah.
short SPN fic number nine. I'm not coming out, Sam yelled, the sound of his voice muffled but echoing around the tiled bathroom. Come on, Sam, it can't be that bad. Plenty of guys rock that look. It's gonna be fine. Dean answered, trying and failing to keep the laughter out of his voice. Sam, I've been watching humanity for millions of years, and in that time discovered there is no wrong way for a person to look. Castiel looked intently at the bathroom door as he spoke, ignoring Dean biting his knuckle. I'm not coming out. Sam's voice sounded increasingly panicked, the large, lumbering hunter seemingly well on his way to despair. Sam, look, it'll come back in. That's what hair does. I'll buy you a nice hat or something. It's not like your love life is that active or anything. When's the last time you even looked at a person and found them attractive? Dean, you know that's not the point, Sam yelled back, as the muffled sound of various toiletries being thrown on the floor reached Dean. Sam, I know this is a difficult time, but I thought you should know I safely exercised those demons that did this and it is gone from the human vest. Castiel jumped back as the bathroom door crashed open, and Sam ducked through the doorway, one hand extended and pointing at Castiel, jabbing as he spoke, and the other hand pointing at his head, completely absent of his normal precious locks. I don't care about the human vessel, Castiel. At the sight of Sam's gleaming skull, Dean lost control, collapsing on the floor, rolling around and laughing. Sam continued, I care that my favorite barber was possessed by a demon, and neither of you told me about it. The End And he tries Oh my God, do I try? I try all the time Short SPN fic number three. Sam looks up at Bobby, confusion in his eyes. What is this? It's a birthday cake, you idiot. Make a wish, blow out the candles. And maybe your wish will come true. Ain't you ever seen a birthday cake before? Dad isn't much on birthdays, Sam replies. His young face screws up in concentration, and then he inhales and blows out all the candles in one go. For a moment, he is happy. What'd you wish for, kid? Bobby asks. I just want my blood to be clean again. Bobby pauses, staring at the five-year-old sitting on a stack of phone books at his kitchen table. Sam, you're a fucked up kid. Eat some cake. The end. And he prays! Short SPN fic number five. Castiel shoved the bulky box into Dean's hands. Do you know what this is? He asked, his voice loud and echoing in the bunker's main room. Uh, it's a present? Dean replied, noticing the bow on top. Yes, Dean, it's a present. For you. 
Why does it feel like I'm in trouble and getting a present at the same time? Look inside. Dean opened the lid, and at the bottom of the box was a pie. Well, several slices of different varieties of pie, put together on a tray to make one whole pie. Oh man, this is great. Pecan, cherry, apple. Wait, why is one slice missing? I don't know, Dean. Why is one slice missing? Could you have, maybe, I don't know, peeked at your present again and stolen a piece of pie that was supposed to be for your birthday? Look, Cass, I wouldn't, well, I didn't steal any of my, well, your pie. I didn't even know it was my birthday. Cass opens his mouth to say something, just as the door to the kitchen opens and Sam walks out. He's holding a cup of coffee and looks refreshed after a four solid hours of sleep. On the corner of his mouth is a dollop of whipped cream. Hey, guys. Castiel and Dean both turn towards Sam, then back towards each other. As one, they turn back towards the giant man in a bathrobe. Sam! The end. Short SPN Fic, number 10. Dean gestured toward Sam, signaling him to cover the back entrance to the abandoned wet pipe factory while Dean entered the front. Sam raised his fist in acknowledgement and slipped around the corner. Dean slowly pushed the door and walked inside, the musky scent of stale water and old pipes hitting him in the face. Dean stepped lightly through the hallway his eyes adjusting to the dark. They didn't know exactly what they were looking for, but they knew it was here, and they knew it had killed. Sam had checked the lore, and the lore never lied to Sam. Dean kneeled down and touched the floor. Sure enough, not just stagnant water. There was blood here as well. Dean rose and confirmed his safety was off. He reached for his flashlight, but then stopped himself. Better to be in the dark, so the thing wouldn't see him coming. The further he went into the building, the more the humidity and stink increased, until he felt like he was sweating rusty water through his canvas jacket. A low, scraping noise came from a doorway ahead, and he walked towards it, making sure to avoid the bits of broken pipe and metal on the ground. Dean posted up next to the doorway. Despite doing this a million times, despite a lifetime's worth of training and practice, this always made him nervous. His heart rate increased, and his stomach clenched. From inside came another scraping noise, and then a low whistle. The bird-like song seemed out of place here, but Dean understood. Sam was in position. Dean jumped back, slamming open the door with his foot almost ripping it off the hinges. He rushed in low and fast, holding his gun out and watching for movement. Not seeing any, he quickly checked his corners. Nothing there. Then, blinding light. All around him. Voices. Yelling. A chorus of voices. And laughter. Surprise! Surprise! Dean blinked until he could see, 
The inside of this room had been converted to a festive party, with streamers floating from corner to corner, and a giant paper sign that says, Happy Birthday Dean, hanging from the far wall. A cheerfully decorated table held an enormous cake. Dean registered it was in the shape of the Impala without really thinking about it. Around this table, his friends, his family, all of them smiling at him. Cass, Bobby, Joe, Ellen, Pete, Irv, Tracy, even Ash. They were all here. He looked at them, stunned, and saw Sam in the corner, smiling and laughing, holding a beer in salute. Sam winked, knowing he had gotten one over on Dean. Dean broke, crying and laughing at the same time. He walked towards his friends and family, and they surrounded him, hugging him. Dean wasn't much of a hugger, but in this embrace he felt something in his chest loosen. Something almost like peace crept into his heart. Well, Idget, happy birthday. I think Sam got you pretty good this year. What do you have to say for yourself? Bobby asked. Dean had never been as lost for words as he was right now. He looked at this group, the cake, the cheap but perfect birthday decorations. He looked at all of this and said the first thing that popped into his mind. Swag. The End Short SPN Fic number 11. There aren't too many places in the world I can relax, but this is one of them, Dean said, his voice almost wistful. What a beauty. Castiel looked around at the abandoned factory, damp and rusty, machines run down and broken. Dean, this is just a wet pipe factory. You've been in a million of them. Sure but this one's something special. It was the first wet pipe factory in the U.S. after the industry moved here from Europe in the 30s. Cheap labor, mostly. But also, the demand for wet pipes was mostly from Americans, so it made sense. This was built in 1931 and stayed running till 1982, two years after the great wet pipe crash of 80. Dean slapped a rusty pipe, causing water to splash on Castiel's trench coat. This bad boy can fit so many fucking wet pipes in it. The end. And he tries. Oh my god, do I try? I try all the time. In this institution. Short SPN fic number 14. Dean, that's just, that's just not how it works. Dean gesticulates wildly toward the screen of his laptop. All I'm saying is that if you watch the video, the guy makes a lot of points. It's a good argument. And even if the modern movies disprove it, it might be the direction he was going. Sam sighs. Dean, I'm tired of arguing about this. I just want to watch the movies and turn off my brain for a while. I really don't care about some assholes. He's not an asshole. His name is Jedi Sephiroth. And he has over 100,000 followers. I really don't care about Jedi Sephiroth's opinions. I'm just here to have fun. Why do you have to ruin this stuff for me? I'm not ruining it. I'm just saying, 
and Jedi Sephiroth agrees that Jar Jar could totally be a Sith Lord. Fuck it, I'm leaving. You and Jedi Sephiroth can watch movies together by yourselves. Sam jumps to his feet and grabs the small bowl in front of him, containing an extremely cute-looking goldfish. And I'm taking Castiel with me. The end. And he prays! Short SPN Fic number 16. Sam walked into the studio, looking dejected. Dean was already at the controls with his headphones around his neck. You could hear the faint sounds of a trap beat coming from the speakers. Are you ready? Dean asked, sitting up in the chair and starting to adjust various knobs. There's only so many bass lines I can get Cass to play before he needs to go back in his bowl. I'm not ready. I don't think I can do this. Sam replied. Dean, what if that last karate chop, the one that killed God, what if that, what if that was my last chop? What if I can't chop anymore? Don't even say that, Sam. That's not an option and you know it. Hunting things, saving people, chopping it up, the family business. Dean, I can't. Yes, you can. No. God damn it, Sam. What are you even doing in the stew if you're not going to chop it up? With that, Dean ripped the headphones off his head and threw them angrily on the control panel in front of him. He then stood up, placed Castiel carefully back into the fishbowl, and brushed past Sam on his way towards the door. We're done here. The end. Short SPN fic number 19. And he just pretends that he can't do magic? That's ridiculous. Sam looked away from the TV towards Dean. Dude, I'm watching this. Be quiet. But it doesn't make any sense. He can talk to dragons. He can talk to dragons, and he's just letting that frat boy walk all over him. That's not a frat boy. That's King Arthur from the stories. He looks like a douche. Dean, it's 8 p.m. and you're wearing three layers of flannel on the couch. I don't think you can really critique someone's fashion. It's not his fashion, it's his face. Dean, just let me watch the show. Fine, but... Dean is interrupted by Castiel jumping over the back of the couch and landing between the two brothers. I knew the real Merlin. His ears were not this big. The end. Short SPN Fic number 22. Sam, as usual, was confused. When he asked her, Mary started getting awkward and murmuring about John's responsibilities as a parent. What did John have to do with anything? And then started talking about bees. It didn't make any sense. Dean was even less helpful, just looking at Castiel with that look they gave each other all the time, and then laughing like Sam had said something funny. At least Cass looked as confused as Sam felt. Still, he was a diligent researcher, 
So he opened up his trapper keeper and wrote the words John and Bees next to each other on a fresh page and leafed back through. He had made notes from the men of letters library and from the biology books that he had found in the back. Unfortunately, Sam already knew how to make more werewolves and shifters and demons. He just didn't understand how to make more humans. He slammed the trapper keeper closed in frustration and picked up his pen. Working on the letters on the front of the thing helped him focus, and he was close to done. Every keeper needs a title, Sam said in a little sing-song voice, shading in the bottom of the Y. As he finished, he held it up in front of himself. Pregnancy, Sam read. Not quite right. He set it back on the table, picked up his pen, and carefully drew a question mark at the end. He may not understand how babies are made yet, but he'll figure it out soon. The End And he tries Oh my God, do I try? I try all the time In this institution Rate my fit Sam woke up, shaking off the dream still whirling in his head. Nightmares for anyone else, but by now he was used to them. Red eyes, red hair, it was all the same to him at this point. He rinsed his face off in the detached sink next to the door, and wondered again at the architects of the bunker. Twenty-three rooms, all with sinks, but only one bathroom. Fucking weirdos, he muttered aloud to an empty room. He faced himself in the mirror and readied himself. Today was the day. He walked over to the closet and started pulling clothes out. Levi's, slim fit, 47L. White undershirt, Calvin Klein. Dean would lose it at him, spending $65 on a white tee. But Dean would lose it at a lot of things that Sam didn't tell him about. L.L. Bean's scotch flannel shirt. Then an organic cotton roll-neck crew sweater over that. Comfy socks with the Smanford logo on the ankle. Work boots. New, but not too new. Dusty and perfect. He checked himself out in the mirror and put on his smile. He didn't feel like smiling, but you had to smile to win. He left the bedroom, allowing himself to feel the confidence he knew he deserved, walking down the long hallway to the shared kitchen. He could hear Dean, Cass, and Jack in there already. He walked in and stopped, waiting for them to notice. One by one, they did, heads turning and settling on him, their eyes walking up and down his body. Dean smirked, and Jack opened his mouth, but was quickly shushed by Castiel. All right, Dean, Sam said. It's time. Rate my fit. The end. And he prays! Careless Hunters Dean remembered the exact moment. He was 16, standing on Main Street of some town he didn't remember the name of, in a state that vaguely felt southern because of the humidity and the way the people smiled and nodded at him. 
He was looking through the glass into the store, daydreaming. He turned to look behind him. Sammy was still at the arcade across the street. Dad wouldn't like it if he knew Sammy was winning lunch money beating kids at Street Fighter II, but Dad didn't like much these days. He turned back and looked through the window again. It was gorgeous. He couldn't stop looking at it. The brass gleamed. Dean didn't even know he knew the word gleamed until he looked at the object in front of him. The buttons looked like inlaid pearl, and he lost count of all the tubes that surrounded it. He couldn't help himself. He walked into the shop to get closer. From the other side, without the glass in between them, Dean could see his warped reflection in the... Mouth? Do you call that big opening a mouth? His thoughts were interrupted as the shop's owner walked over. Before the guy could say anything, Dean pointed and asked, What's that? A saxophone, the man replied, his smile light, but his voice serious. He could see the confusion in Dean's face. Come here. The man walked back over the counter, rummaged underneath, and came up with a record. He brushed the dust off and, as Dean watched, started the record to play. Dean's eyes got bigger as the music started. What's that? Dean gasped. That, my son, is what that, the man pointed back towards the object in the window, should sound like. Dean's eyes went back to the record player, and he picked up the sleeve. Careless whisper. This doesn't sound anything like my dad's Led Zeppelin tapes. Thinking back, that was the moment everything changed for Dean. Even though nothing changed for years, even though it would take everything for him to admit, that was the moment everything changed. The End What is a man but a miserable pile of bugs? You're saying it was a bug man? Dean's voice carried across the bunker, bouncing off the brick and stone and echoing roughly. I said it was a muska, Sam responded. Charlie added, It was a bug man, Dean. I have its brains all over my face. It was a bug man. This Charlie wasn't as chipper as their Charlie but she wasn't afraid to take some bugman brains to the face, so Dean didn't mind. Besides, Charlie continued, I heard you were dealing with a hot and sexy necromancer, and you let her get away. You should have called us. I would have traded cases in a second. Dean eyed them both from head to toe. Bugman brain, some sort of goo. Tired, both walking stiffly as their muscles started tightening up from the exertion of the day. He shook his head and replied, Nah, Jack and I did all right. Kid thought he had a girlfriend for a minute, but it's not like every hunter doesn't fall on the job every once in a while. Right, Sammy? What are you up to? Four or five now? <laughs> Dean playfully punched Sam on the arm, then brought back his hand when he realized he touched a goose spot. Hell, I'm surprised you didn't try to propose to the bug man. Dean turned to Charlie and raised his hand prepared for a high five. 
Charlie stared at him, his hand covered in goo and the smarming grin covering the lower half of Dean's face. She shook her head and then turned around to go. Sam's face was red, and he looked like he was trying to sink into the wall behind him. Come on, he never told you about Madison? Or Ruby? Hell, you should hear him talk about Wendy the Wendigo. <laughs> Bugman doesn't sound so bad when you add it to the list. The End Dean finds a new career. Dean walked into his room, tired from a long day on the road, but fresh out of the shower and finally clean. He and Sam had argued the whole way to Omaha, and then spent two days digging in graves trying to find the ghoul, only for it to end up being two ghouls, Christ, and argued the whole way back. He was tired of explaining himself to Sam, and to everyone else, too, Castiel had tried to corner him right as he walked in. He tried to exit gracefully, pointing out the grave dust and ghoul goop all over his clothes. In Dean's mind, he heard John's voice, Hunter stuff. But Castiel was insistent. Dean had to raise his voice to get past the library. He hated doing it, but this was his life, not Sam's and not Cass's. Jack was the only one who understood and gave him space. That's all he really wanted anymore. Space. Space to grow, to evolve, to become something else. He was entitled to that, right? Surely the world didn't expect him to dig up graves into his seventies. He deserved some happiness. And if that happiness didn't look like what Sam or Cass thought, then to hell with all of them. He shook off the negativity, flicked on his ring light, and took off his robe. He positioned himself in front of his webcam, double-checked the video preview window, and hit the red button to go live. Almost instantly, his chat filled with greetings. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Dean Loves Games on Twitch. I'm glad to see all my little Dinos in the chat tonight. We're so close to making it to partner status, so be sure to ask your friends to come on by and hang out with us while we play some Dark Souls, blind. Now let's get to it. Last time, we left off having beat the Four Kings. So we only have one Lord Soul to go back before... Hey, thanks so much for the sub at Kissing Couples. That's so appreciated. As I was saying, it's time to dive into the catacombs and see what... Oh, wow, another sub. Thanks, at Angel with Broken Wings. Now, someone remind me how to kill these skeletons in Firelink. I can never remember what weapon to use. Dean kept up a steady patter as he guided his character through the cemetery and down into the depths of Lordran. Killing ghouls was right, and it helped people, but streaming video games made him feel good. Maybe one day Sam and Castiel would support him on that. The End And he tries Oh my God, do I try? I try all the time Movie night with the Winchesters. Dean settled on the couch, remote in hand. Time for movie night. Stacy said Lost Boys is dumb as shit. 
Jack said. Dean's neck snapped around and his eyes got big. Lost Boys is not dumb as shit, Jack. And I know you love this movie just as much as I do. Dean's yelling scared Castiel, who promptly spilled his drink all over himself. Jack looked over at Dean getting mad and Castiel frantically patting himself down and started laughing. You guys look dumb as shit, he managed to get out. This is the dumbest looking shit I've ever seen. Jack, this language you're using, it's not very appropriate. Perhaps we should limit your... You're just jealous of my new friends, and Max says jealousy is dumb as shit. Jack. Jack got up from the chair. I don't want to do another dumb as shit movie night, and I don't want to spend another dumb as shit night with any of you. When he was done, Jack stomped out. Dean and Castiel both looked at each other. What should we do, Cass? I can't handle Jack's terrible twos. I'll go crazy. I don't know, Dean. Perhaps we should find another country to live in for a while, to give Jack time away from his friends. Sam jumped in. That won't work. Jack is a kid, and he's going through kid stuff. Dean, you turned 18 when you were 12, and Castiel, well... Look, none of us had normal childhoods. We need to find someone who can relate to Jack on that level. No, Sam, I know where you're going with this and just... Dean, listen to me. It might work. Let's just call her and see. They argued for a while, but Castiel was already on Sam's side, and eventually Dean got tired of talking, so he agreed as well. Sam made the call, and a few hours later, the door to the bunker opened. Sam, Dean, and Castiel walked into the room and looked up. Hey, Claire, thanks for coming out. This is a weird situation, and, you know, for two hunters and an angel, you guys are sure dumb as shit. Now where's Jack? The end. Uh-oh, we have, we have a third person. I heard person. a noise. Hello. Well, well, well. Hello. Well, well. I was just about to tell uh, Jeremy a story, and then he tells me we got a guest coming on. Oh. Now I'm mad at him. Yeah, oh. now, he, now he's refusing to tell me the story. It's no, a whole I, thing. Um, it's a whole drama situation. No, I've broken up the hunks. You've broken up the hunks. This is it, final episode. Hope you're happy. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Gonna have to go. No, no. <laughs> Jeremy, really, I was just, I was just being quiet, because just texted me at the same time, so... Um. Chris, I do you think if we got into a uh, like knockdown drag out fight that one of us would go back to Steven and be like, hey, you want to finish season 15? <laughs> <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Oh, man. That's a worst case scenario. <laughs> that would be, yeah, anyway, that would be bad. Katie, welcome. Hi. Hi. Hey, welcome. Hi. What's up? Oh, sorry. I, I have uh, I have been on the microphone with you before, but I don't think Chris has. But we, I don't think so. Never, I've, been, yeah. I've been on the microphone with remarkably few people. Um. Anyway, hi. It sounds like I'm listening to my favorite podcast. Kind of weird. Oh. oh. This, is why, this is why I sound like in real life. Wow. <laughs> are you ready to hear some really, really good fan fiction? Yeah, wait, what are we doing? Me? Yeah. It's exciting. So, yeah, uh, I figured all we haven't actually talked about this because I kind of uh, 
don't know if y'all y'all know this, but about me that I forget to do a lot of stuff. So um, you can't believe that. But I forgot to like prepare Chris in any sort of way. Um, <laughs> also, the file that you sent me to play during this literally just finished downloading as we're talking. So that's... that I sent like six days ago. Yep, that's the yeah. one. It's okay. just a really big file. So that's that was the problem there. Oh. Um, your internet's bad again, is that what Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I figured we would like, you know, we say hi to Katie, talk about her podcast, uh, listen to her talk about um Sam or, or Cass or something, and then Some, talk, one of talk, talk, talk about some stuff and then and then yeah. Must be John then, right? Yeah, yeah, must be John. Uh downloads. Katie, all these are in one file. Yeah, there's a big gap between each one of them, so you could just gotcha. like jump. Is jump, there, jump. is there a specific one there's that you would? Not. You, okay, so I'm just going to make this as big as I can. Oh Lord, I should have definitely done all of the stuff that I'm doing <laughs> I right now. You did. Oh, I was no. supposed to. <laughs> and Chris is probably getting more and more aggravated with me by the by the second. Okay, I'm just using the Jess. Jess, she can't text when she's at work. Um, so the only time that I hear from her during the day when she's at work is when she's on her break, which is always, she takes her break at the exact moment that I press record, uh, on the podcast. Suddenly I'm like, Jess, come on. <laughs> I haven't talked to you all day and I want to talk to you, but I'm, I'm doing something. Uh, so I figure before we actually like, you know, do the thing, I'll respond to her. Uh, can you guys hear me when I'm talking right now? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. And can you hear? Roger, Roger. Yes. yes. Unfortunately, okay. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Let me. Is, is this better? <laughs> is that coming through though? That's that's working. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I don't know why it's only one channel, but that's just something we'll have to deal with at a later date. Oh, that's why it's only one channel. I'll just do that. Roger, 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 Roger. Jeremy, I got a lot of texts right now about that Cowboy Bebop trailer. Oh, really? Yeah. They're not from Jess, though, so I can ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, people are saying good things about them or bad things about them? Yeah, everybody's saying, "Oh, it looks sick." Made me want to watch it. Yeah, I think it looks really good. I'm when she said the word when she called those two guys "nut bucket," I was like, "Okay." I was well, a little on edge. Yeah. I was a little on edge, and and we have the the scene with Vicious being like, "I'm coming for you, Spike." Yeah, you never yeah. forget. I'm like, "What is he fucking Sephiroth or the Boogeyman? Let me alone." Dude. I mean, he is that's, he is Sephiroth. <laughs> like, that's he's, not. I mean, he's like a mafia <laughs> boss. The only thing about him is that he has a fucking bird on his shoulder. He's he. I mean, that's Sephiroth and is missing a bird on his shoulder. Let's let's just, get, verse, let's just think, be real. But... <laughs> All right, I'm going to play a little bit of Katie's thing so I can get a volume check on it. So if you guys think it's too loud okay. or whatever, just let me know. Oh, it's not too loud. It'll Short SBN fic number 20. Okay. Dean approach. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's a pretty good volume. <clears throat> uh, Is my volume okay? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah you're fine. good. If you weren't, I would have fixed you already because I, okay, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have powers, and now I'm done with all of that stuff that I should have done before the podcast instead of just watching TikTok on my couch. So, uh, what, how... This was built in 1931 and stayed running till 1982, two years after the great wet pipe crash of 80. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This was built in. <laughs> sure, but this one is something. Sp- ah. I'm just saying. 
And Jedi Sep. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs>Thank you so much for your support. You can contact me on Twitter, Tumblr, or by emailing me at makingitupaswegopod at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much for listening.